This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So it's five minutes before the bus to camp is about to pull. I can actually hear it's early. I can hear the screeching of the bus. The worst feeling. When the bus screech is just mm-hmm. outside your door and you're not ready. No. And so, well, I'm on schedule, but I reach for the armoire mm-hmm. and I look down and I realize I'm completely out of pomade. Hayes. And so now I'm about to show up at camp. For all of camp, by the way. With and no they don't pomade. Sell, they don't sell that at the little no, camp at, commissary. At the, no, no. And they're going to shoot arrows at me. They're going to uh do like uh the shoot the little rifle at me the little like 22 mm-hmm. they're gonna capture the flag me oh buddy mm-hmm. they're gonna wrap you up in bed sheets tie yeah. your hands and feet together put you on a canoe and push you out into the middle of the water mm-hmm. yes can't i mean like this is everything i feared about campus showing up with no pomade so i go to the fridge mm-hmm. i start juicing different things yeah you have your panic mode. You have to. Yes. And so I'm just like throwing stuff in the juicer from a distance from across uh-huh. the the from across the kitchen. Banana, no. Lettuce, not at all. Please don't put lettuce. That will that will not a pomade make. Yes. Peanut butter didn't do anything didn't do anything in the juicer. Oh, interesting. It just I would have thought I would have thought that might help. It, I, I cleaned it out between each thing. I actually now I sort of think that lettuce and peanut butter together would have actually worked really well if I hadn't cleaned out all the all the juiced lettuce. But if you just put peanut butter in a juicer, it doesn't change anything really about its consistency. By itself, yeah, you might as well have just brought the jar of peanut butter. Yeah. Unjuiced. Mm-hmm. So and, and and now of course I look at Kevin and I see okay now I see where my jar went now I realize where my pomade went fucking Doctor Pompadour himself yeah, Mister Pompadorable aw Pompadorkable pomp and circumstance am I right or am I right Welcome to my show where I'm the big star Hollywood Handbook. This is the show where Hayes is famous and I'm here as well. And by the way, Kevin's always eavesdropping. We have a real guest. We have a serious guest. Tommy Orange is here. Famous author. Obama likes his book. He's doing all kinds of things. Tommy, thank you for being on the show. Um, You want to say hello quickly? Hello. Thank you. Stop. (laughs) Stop. Before you go any further, I just want to address, we've had a slight problem with guests, especially first-time guests, telling me to shut up during the show. Um, So we're just going to start 
at least this episode, maybe the next several episodes, just laying down some, I don't even want to call them ground rules. They're, they're guidelines that a lot of guests have found helpful. I think the guests who have not told me to shut up have had some pretty fun, funny episodes. And the ones who have been like, shut up to me, I, I, I don't think those episodes have been as, as well received. So your choice is yours to make. I don't, I don't tell anybody, you know, I'm not here to police anyone's language. Um, but it's something to be aware of. And then, you know, that way, uh, if it does come up, if you do say that to me, um, you know, you, you won't be shocked when you find out that, uh, yeah, people don't really like that. Um, so, uh, you know, and, and just and confirmation maybe, yeah. that that's been received that you've like that you've heard and like understood that or that you have questions. Yeah. If you have any questions, which is tell ideal. Me, like, tell me I've heard that. I understand. Yeah. Or ask me anything. Well, like variations on, you know, more polite versions or does it have the same outcome usually if people. What would that sound like? What's an example? Mr. Yeah. Hit me with it. Thesaurus. And this is and this is, by the way, you're not. uh I'm not going to hold you to what you said here. We know this is like in like sort of a play acting state. So like shut your trap or be quiet. You know, I'd probably stay away from the whole area. Hearing you say it, I'd probably (laughs) avoid the entire area. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. You could feel it a little bit, huh? Coming Mm -hmm. out, even in what was a completely safe, you know, kind of pretend mode. You sounded down bad as you were saying it. Mm hmm. I could feel that. Tommy Orange. Yes. Tommy Orange's new novel really is that good. You remember that? Mm hmm. It really is. Colm Toybin. He Colm said Toybin. that? Yeah. I saw it in the, in the newspaper. Yeah, he wrote that. That was him in the newspaper? He was in the newspaper, right? Who's in the newspaper? Toybin? Col- Colm Toybin. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Toybin. That sounds like where my he was uh, in, he kid was in- keeps his Play Doh. He was in uh, Star Trek. Uh, he was in, I want to say, movies like like he wasn't. He was in Deep Sp- in Next Generation. Mm-hmm. It seems like he could he have been on there? in in Bruges, but I don't know if he actually was. The author was in these things. Yeah, weird. Mm-hmm. Did some stuff with like Alan Partridge and things like that, and I guess he wrote this thing in the newspaper. Yes. Tommy Orange's new novel really is that good. This is a headline. First of all, perfectly interesting to me, but it's not. I wasn't even talking about that. Yeah, I hadn't brought it up. Like you brought it up. Do you want to back? Are you confusing me with someone else? I said to that quote. There's a headline. Were you talking about this with someone else who looks like me or something? Because I got plenty really of stuff that I'm thinking about it talking about it like it's it's not this no offense like it's, it's a cool, cool thing to but, say it's not yeah. the first thing you would say yeah. normally um but uh, you know aside from that like i'm sure you were happy about it you probably were talking about it you're obsessed with your book writing books and serving looks that's you say that and that what your bumper sticker told me is that Is that or is that not what your bumper sticker told me? And that's why you're in the car, by the way, so you can pop out and read your own bumper sticker about yourself writing books and serving looks whenever you want. Is that or is that not what's true? I'm I'm anti-bumper sticker in general. That's something, it's a sentiment you could put on a bumper sticker. Mm -hmm. Is that a warrior's hat? 
circle and a line through bumper sticker. Yeah, you got the Warriors hat on. Black on black Warriors hat. No, it's it's Oakland, like uh, Oakland. It's a company out of Oakland. But yeah, they Hayes wears their shirt a lot. Yeah, he's got the one shirt, and he's 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 beating the brakes off it, man. He's gonna wear it. <laughs> he's gonna wear it till the damn thing disintegrates. But they put the tree on the the Warriors put the tree on their jersey sometimes, right? They do. So it is a Warriors hat. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> so it's nice to know that the novel's doing well. That you've been allowed to be a Warriors fan, and that you have made some angel investments. That you've got a little VC action mm-hmm. going. Sorry to hear about it's, your crypto, but mm-hmm. something tells me you'll land on your feet. Now. You're Mr. Books. Are you the only one who can do books? And there is a right answer. I'm the only one that can do my books. That's. Mm. Okay. You're the only one that did do your books. That's <laughs> yeah. right. That's for sure. Also, Believe me. But I could do it. I also did it. So it's not yeah, even true. That's actually what I was going to say is um, you no, did you're my- not the only one who can do books. I can do books. Yeah. It's, I can do it's basically the same thing when I do when I do my books. I'm basically doing your books, but just a little extra sauce. Mm-hmm. So uh, we we've been talking about thinking about kicking around the idea Hayes and I of doing some more books. We saw your book. We saw that quote that was like, "Yes, it really is that good." When I we weren't even talking about it, and we were like, "Somebody's got to say this about our book soon and soon." Let's get Mister Books on here. We gotta get his blessing. We'll kiss the ring, you know what I mean. We'll do your little dance, and then after we've gotten cleared for takeoff, books wise, by Mister Books, guess what we're gonna do? Click it a clack it a click it a clack it a, bing. Click it a clack it a click it a clack it a, bing. That's our home check printing machine. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Forget it, man. Printing checks. Then we'll get to record podcasts from our car like you. The most expensive recording studio I've ever seen. It's like mm-hmm. tens of thousands of dollars just to record a podcast. In. Mobile recording studio. Esai is the fucking Lincoln lawyer of book writing. He's got to do it in the car. He's always on the go, man. He works in his car. Because he's got like so many high profile book meetings to go to around the city. It's unbelievable. So we'll read you passage here, passage there. You will provide your little comments. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we can't, you know, we'll get the the red pen out and we'll like make the little edits. We'll make, and things we'll like make that. adjustments we'll if it makes forth. sense. And we could give you feedback maybe on some of your ideas and then we'll yeah. ship it all over to your editor. Um, you could probably drive it there. You're in your car right now. Uh, and then we'll just kind of get the, get this train a moving. Um, Hey, I mean, I've got, I've got just some general ideas. Hey, Hayes, did you want to go first with a passage or what do you, how do you I think we can start this? with an idea and then you can start writing that idea while I okay. read, read a passage and then we can just go back and forth like that. Okay. Um, I think so this- for time, like efficiency of time, that would make the most sense. So none of us are just like sitting, we're all actually like doing something. 
This first idea, uh, Tommy, I'm, I'm bumping this one to the top, actually, because I do see how you've chosen to record, and I think this will really connect to you. So it is a guy like you. Um, it's called The Prince of Rides. Uh, so if you remember Prince of Tides, obviously it was a big, uh, successful book. So I'm sort of using that to inform, okay, I've got a title. It's about a limo driver. He's the best limo driver in the city. He's also very good at doing it at fucking he's so he gives rides in multiple ways and he's afraid. Obviously he's getting a little older and he's afraid that he's never going to find true love because he's so good at sex. He can never tell if someone loves him for him. Or because of the good sex that he does. And so it's possibly the good driving or the, or the driving. So, yeah, I mean, we can use some of your experience with that. Obviously it's (laughs) semi-autobiographical on my end too. So the driving stuff can be yours. I could talk about some of the techniques that I've employed over the years. Um, And, and so it's this guy and you, you know, it's relatable. It's like, he wants to find love. He is a romantic at heart. It's not his fault that he can fuck all day and night. So it's, um, it's kind of a beautiful, uh, story about a guy with like this one fatal flaw, uh, which is that he can really hump it, you know? So I I think that that's cool. And obviously the, the limo scenes you could be extremely helpful with extremely because I have not recorded in my car. I haven't, um, even driven that much. Uh, and, and so I think that we're kind of using both of our strengths here. Uh, and the Prince of Rides is a great title. So what we, we and we're already making accommodations. In. It is a great title. I did like the original one, but we, we, we did have to zig when, it was taken. It was called there, there, because that's what the chick said when he was hitting it. Yeah. Like it directionally, like she was pointing, like she was mm-hmm. saying, like, right it was there. there. It was there exclamation point there exclamation point. But we were told that the punctuation doesn't make that big a difference, that the title is still owned. It's on the same the place recency, on the shelf. Your involvement, everything. Yeah, it's it's going to be um, a problem. And yeah, it, it just that we heard you were very protective of of the title we heard you were going to be kind of a b-word about the whole thing and we just said hey let's get it you know let's get it out of the way let's let's bring him in you know i think if you know i I vaguely remember this and uh i think there was i had a problem with the sex in the car thing that in the limo it it felt like a violation of of the ethics that's around. his work that's his workplace but he's that's his rule he makes a rule at the in the very first scene he goes hey just so you know babe i never do it in the car he goes i got i'm a professional people ride in that thing and that's one line you'll never see me cross and when he believes he has found the one right he takes it to the back seat with her and the next day when the businessman sits in the stain and she's not returning his texts, you realize that like he betrayed his own code of honor and for nothing. Cause she was just in it for the there, there, which is what she said when he was hitting it. And after when she was telling him where to drive. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I don't think I had the context or I didn't feel it was earned when I, whatever I, had known before so maybe i could 
it is earned so you definitely didn't have the contacts because it was definitely earned yeah it's definitely earned it's actually i I don't think the story works without it yeah yeah you you don't make that rule unless he's gonna at some point break that rule Mm -hmm. for the chick he thinks is the one who actually likes him for him and not just because he's so fucking good at smashing i would hate to lose prince of rides though i have to say yeah no it, it that 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 works um there there's a little smarter i guess uh oh, look who i'm telling mr books mr books mr books i'll read you a quick passage this is something i've been working on with sean for a number of years basically my whole entire life mm-hmm. um and we can this is page one we can jump around but this is page one paragraph one this is how it begins <clears throat> Butterflies were flying in my chest. It was the last day of school at college, and freshman year had been an amazing ride. The ride was like a roller coaster, except with grades and parties instead of hills and candy. Now it was time for me to conquer my biggest fear, going to the bathroom. I had been too scared to go to the bathroom my entire freshman year of college. It was my first time living on my own, and I had no idea if this bathroom worked the same as the one downstairs at home. I was scared to ask people at college if the bathroom was different but I did anyway. I asked everyone I saw for the entire school year if the bathroom here was different from the one at home. But not one person had even heard of the downstairs bathroom at home, so they didn't know if it was different. Everyone was really nice except for one person who completely freaked out. So that's sort of like the... That's laying the groundwork for what's to for what's to, to come. The Just, bathroom becomes sort of this like portal almost into another world, you know, um, not in literally. some ways, I mean, not it's literally. Not, it's it not, is, no, it's just, yeah, just for the, just because it's so brave for this character. Right. Who I think we connect to and who, by the way, could be the same character in Prince of Rides. I mean, well, mm-hmm. you know, just if we have all this writing already done, I don't know why we couldn't meet this guy a little bit earlier before he's got the limo job. You're a college boy, right? I think it's really intriguing, this downstairs bathroom part. And the yeah. person freaked out. I'm really uh, curious about. You want to follow them? These two okay. elements. They're the villain. Yeah, we're not going to hear from them again. The fact that everyone's weirded out about the downstairs bathroom being a thing. It's not that they're weirded out. They've just never heard of it. They're not aware of it. You know what I mean? In a way, it's like this is to educate people. Because everyone only knows about upstairs bathrooms. They just never heard of that, of the downstairs bathroom that like he's the downstairs bathroom at home that he's most comfortable using because the upstairs. They've never heard of of dads. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The upstairs one's basically dads. So have you guys heard of mostly in the downstairs one? You heard of a Pittsburgh toilet? Oh, God, this is going to be some. Actually, we could use this in Prince of Rides. Maybe he's the guy who invented the Pittsburgh toilet. It's some kind of toilet in the basement of a house and there's no doors or anything around it. It's just sort of like a toilet in the middle of a basement related to like not if there were ever leaks or ruptures, you're already sort of have the pipes down there. And Is they're sucking up out of the floor. Yeah, the, the toilet's just just right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we've got all these like exposed beams and stuff as like such a cool, you know, architectural mm-hmm. feature but suddenly exposed toilet pipes is uh, not something to brag about, not something to be shown off. Like, I think that's a really limited way of thinking. So definitely there could be a Pittsburgh toilet somewhere in the book. Um, maybe 
you know, after he doesn't get a text back and he gets fired from his job because the businessman sat in the stain, the Prince of Rides, who, you know, the downstairs bathroom has always been such a source of comfort for him, goes to one one level lower, goes to the downstairs, downstairs bathroom mm-hmm. in the basement. And there is a Pittsburgh toilet. Um, and I don't know what he does there. Fun. Grabs the pipe, hugs. We the probably pipe. we like, probably won't use it. I I don't think we're gonna use it, Tommy. Thank th- thank you for trying. You know, I I would love to be able to incorporate some of your stuff. Um, but that's pretty good. I, you know, I I have a slightly more um fleshed out idea, and, and it's hmm. again a lot of this stuff might work together. A lot of these um. This one's a little more romantic. I was worried that uh, Prince of Rides might be a little too adult and too dirty. This one's probably more young adult. Uh, And this one, I actually believe, could use your Pittsburgh toilet idea. Before we go on, I just want to... I feel like we gave a little bit of praise to Prince of Rides and, and not that much to Hayes' idea. I do want to say I love... Well, Hayes and I are writing that together. I do love the butterflies in the chest opening. It's fucking yeah. kicks ass, right? It's yeah. it's so it's amazing. A fucking bomb going off. You can fucking feel it. You're like this is bones, the this is man. the beginning of the book. They started with that. They burned that. It's like <laughs> it's like they opened with Freebird. Where the fuck they gonna go from here? That takes major cojones. <laughs> but you know what? The fucking thing delivers. So uh, I love that. Um, uh, uh, thank you for giving those props. Uh, and thank you for just saying that was Sean's go line. On, and so it's not, not, not saying I shut up. I haven't gotten a compliment. But. Well, maybe you'll find one here. And actually, Tommy, to compliment you, I actually think the Pittsburgh toilet is going to work really well in this next one. Okay. So I'm glad you brought it up because I didn't know what that was. And I think it's perfect for this. This book is called The Ringer. Justin Ringo is a culture columnist for TheRinger.com. After a full day of ranking Marvel directors, he goes on a date where he has planned a romantic proposal for his longtime girlfriend. He has the chef hide the ring in her favorite dessert. She inhales the food and swallows the ring without realizing it. So he delays his perfect proposal and resorts to constantly checking their toilet for the ring, their Pittsburgh toilet. The twist, a few days into checking, he finds another different engagement ring in her stool and finds out she has been having an affair. Wow. I mean, is that powerful? I love Mr. it. Mr. Books. I really love that. I, I don't know who you love who, that that happened to him. I, I don't know who calls somebody who is looking for rings and poop a ringer. The ringer. The or, ringer. Well, he works at theringer.com. And his name is Justin Ringo. Yeah. So a ring's happening, but I don't know that it all works together. To and uh, and he also, he played D1 ball and, and they have a, um, a softball league with a bunch of other websites. And he kind of isn't that great a writer, but they hired him to be sort of the ringer on the team, on the softball team. Because he... Because he hits dingers. He's the ringer who hits dingers, and his name's Justin Ringo, and he works for the ringer.com. And he gave her a ring. A lot of ring stuff happening. 
So yeah, I so I guess I don't know what the fuck your bump was just on the title. Like, and it's like I, the most and, inexplicable and I, thing. Yeah, that's probably the one thing I don't need help with is finding a way for the ringer to be a good title. Uh, 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 I got it. Starts with T-H-E-R. This guy is trying to clear space on the fucking shelf. He doesn't like <laughs> this guy. I told, oh, we no. heard we heard he's protective of the title. He knew he doesn't want us that close. He says, he goes, uh, this is get over there with the W's or something. But this book's going to push my book down a shelf. Uh, buddy, it's over, man. You had a hell of a run. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, you got me, man. I bought the fucking thing. I read it. You know, I <laughs> good on you. You got my ass, man. God bless. Got Obama. But, but now it's time to move on. The ringer is not competing with there there. I guess I it's have a more, totally different story. I have a, a more technical question. How do you because the the pipes and the flushing and the poop goes away, how is he getting how is he capturing the poop to look through it for rings? It's Pittsburgh toilet. So he gets right into the pipe. So every time he hears a flush, he goes, ah, oh, babe, I really got to get in there. I don't know what's going on for me lately. And he goes running in right behind her, starts on doing the pipes, goes, you know, goes rooting around through it. it. And we talk about it in a very like classy way. Like we don't have to get yucky with it at all. And we say like, it's not yucky. Um, her diet's really good. And, and then as he's going through everything, you know, he's going, I got to find an engagement. I got to find, sees the glint of a diamond pulls it out. It's a different engagement ring. Now she was proposed to by someone else who also put it in her favorite dessert. That's why, that's why the waiter was acting so weird, right? Because he had seen it happen the other day. That she didn't she, realize. Either time she didn't realize this. She swallowed. She, she loves this. She loves this budino. She loves this delectable budino, Mr. Books. And and she doesn't even use a spoon. And do you know who the other man Do you know who the other man was? Ring Lardner Jr. But wait, what why is it called the ringer? That's you. But wait. How would that even But that's not That's you unfortunately for both of us so it's just an idea we we don't have to do it and by the way this guy could be the prince of rides i waited until everyone at college was asleep <laughs> i quietly opened my door and looked out in the hallway the coast was clear i made sure to not let the door close too loudly so i wouldn't wake anyone up i tiptoed down the hallway careful that the sounds of my footsteps didn't make too much noise I tried to control the motion of my pants and shirt so that nobody would hear their rustling. Just then, a door opened. Somebody poked their head out the door. It was the RA. What are you doing out here, they said. I realized I was nervous, so the verbal noises and sounds I was making in the hallway had been loud. I was hooting and hollering uncontrollably and saying, Gadzooks. Then the RA noticed it was me. I had announced my entire plan to him for days in advance in case of exactly this situation. He shut the door and I continued my journey. Wow. So pretty powerful stuff, huh? Scary for a moment there. 
right? But when the RA comes out, you know, I'm getting ready to close the book. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm reading it, like just peeking at the pages inside like this. Cause I have to be ready at a moment's notice to completely shut the book in case the jig is up. Are we thinking this is a Prince of Rides flashback and some, and we, there's, there's sort of a tension created in knowing that something maybe didn't go right at college. And that's how he ended up a limo driver as opposed to, you know, maybe a better job. Well, uh, whether it's not, or not it's you not really, it's not an anti limo driver book. Like that wasn't really, or 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 podcast. Yeah. So you know, uh, I know you're a college boy, but like that's actually a fine job, first of all, and also they don't make you like. It does has no impact on your grades whether no. or not you like go to the bathroom. You could college. use the bathroom every day. You could never use the bathroom in your dorms, and your professors are not allowed to change your grade based on that. I've checked. So. I guess, you know, what I thought was so, and you didn't really notice this, I guess, what was so creative and the way we kind of played with time here is we've been with this character a lot. They had Mm -hmm. butterflies flying Mm -hmm. around in their chest. You know, we've been inside their head, but we carefully omitted the scenes where they went to the RA to describe their plan which happened multiple times in mm-hmm. the days leading up to the event. And then when you get to this moment where they're almost caught, you know, they're almost busted by the RA, they're going to be in trouble. I mean, they're saying Gadzooks in the hallway. That can affect your grades. Mm-hmm. So they're about to be busted. And then we sort of fill in the background. It's sort of this like flashback where it's like, oh, Every time in the previous chapters, when the character said, I'm going to go to the bathroom, walked downstairs and came back up without going to the bathroom, they were going to the RA's room, which is next to the bathroom and saying, hey, I'm going to do this later. And then you go, oh, that's what was going on. Mm-hmm. So this thing that seemed like a mistake or confusing now has oh, become very intentional. The plan is a Swiss watch. Wow, these guys are like brainiacs. It's like Ocean's Eleven or something. Did they know the whole time that the, that's that they were doing that? Or is yeah, the we did. bathroom yeah. at the a downstairs bathroom in any way? It just, I mean, it just demonstrates to me a total lack of like paying attention, like just a total inability to listen to anyone but yourself. I guess it's technically sure fine. It's a it's a it's a third floor bathroom. The dorm is on the third floor. So depending on what floor you are on, it could be a downstairs bathroom. Yeah. Sure. And the character lives on the fourth floor. And by the way, our original title for this, just so you know, which we've generously changed was there there. And it was the character, you know, finally in the bathroom. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert going like where do i go like which is it one of these stall thingies like do i go there do i go there and we were told that obviously we would not be allowed to do that that's so that's why we would. thought well let's let tommy in he'll for see. one of his famous hissy fits mm-hmm. can i have another tantrum one of his legendary tri-county fits i would prefer there not to be thr you know especially towards the beginning Whatever you guys end up writing. Anywhere towards mm-hmm. the beginning of the book. You'd like no. us to clear. We've got to get those letters out of the beginning okay. of the book. Okay. So it's a, so it's out of the title. That's 
gone. And now we have to comb through the first several chapters. That's fine. To take out some of our most favorite letters to you. We can do that. We actually have multiple tools in our toolbox. And so like we that that's actually not an issue for us. No, we'll figure it out. But it's just it's a lot of work. Losing that butterfly line is going to be rough. You need the T, the T and the R in that one. Uh, yeah. I guess it can't be moths. Mm, yeah, and that's got TH in it. Could it just birds? be bugs? Is it just bugs? Birds and bugs? Birds and bugs are doing... The birds and bugs were flying around. That sounds like birds and bees. Eating better is easy with factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, ready-to-go in just two minutes. Speaking of ready-to-go in just two minutes, Chef Kevin is here with his new show, The Chef Kevin Factor, where he creates fresh, never-frozen meals. Now, this is different, Kevin. I just want to establish... Mm-hmm. It's none of this like here's a like a pile of ingredients like this is the meal. The yeah, meal has the to be ready. It's not a meal. recipe. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the meal. You cook the full meal for us now, Kevin. Yeah. You don't just send us a bunch of stuff you had laying around in your cabinet. You're actually doing the cooking. And there are 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart, protein plus and keto. Which is this? It's a little bit of all of them. Okay. Okay, it shouldn't be. There are also more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. How many add-ons and what are some of them? It's one big add-on okay. and it's you on your bed. You're so tired after you eat my meal. The, ad- <laughs> the, the promise is the you, meal you, makes us sleepy. You've been pushing that so much. You're That's saying that you will be copy. added on to your to bed. To your bed, yeah. Your bed plus one. That's the opposite of what this is supposed to do. It's supposed to help you stay fueled up and feel good all day I know, give you a ton of energy. This they have like wrong. smoothies and things this like is that. Wrong. Reservation yeah. for two, me walking in my bedroom. What's the second? It's you in your bed? The bed. I guess Clippy. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No, we didn't even. This is abs- This is not even up for consideration. So let's just hear what the actual meal. What was the was. food? I don't want to go to bed. It's very simple. It's one huge chicken nugget. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com/slash/theboys50 and use code theboys50 to get. 50% off. That's code the boys 50 at factormeals.com slash the boys 50 to get 50% off. Life can be ridiculous, but you know what's not funny? Getting ripped off. And Harry's agrees. Yeah. So, what we want to talk sure about do. today with. Sorry, you said Harry's or Harry? I said Harry's. We, we always talk about Harry's first, and then we talk about you, clean Harry, uh, who are sort of our new. Noted. Mask guy, I don't know. Note for, taken. For this campaign. Talk about Harry's first. Okay. What we want to talk about is something funny that happened to you recently. Great. A ridiculous or fun situation that you were in okay, recently. Uh, That's the prompt, and that'll take us into discussing the product. Particularly how great funny, the product funny to me or funny to just anyone? I, I mean, do you 
you feel like there's a difference there? Like you? Yeah, I mean, I've had things happen to me that I suppose you would find funny. Okay, but that you didn't find funny, and and well, you have no, things, not really. And you have things that have happened that you would find funny, but the rest of the world would not. Yeah, I guess I'm interested in that one. That I would find funny. Yes, but that others would not find funny. You seem to think that you have like a specific taste when it comes to what's funny or ridiculous that is not i ordered uh um like a scented spray for my pillow to help me sleep at night like a lavender scent okay and uh they they accidentally sent me two okay so you understand that most people would not find that funny or ridiculous but mm-hmm. but you but you do. I just had a, a little chuckle about the mix up at the at the shipping okay. uh, warehouse. <laughs> Harry saw customers getting screwed over by questionable That's overpriced, a come up. overpriced shaving products. Clean Harry on the come up. I decided to do something better. Instead of charging the same stupid high prices, Harry's found their own way to Double make be- scent bottle. beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of other big brands. Bogo, baby. Exceptional products, honest prices. I don't. Is there a Bogo as part of this? Because I don't want to be like talking about no, but uh, that's deals what happened. that are no. Uh, but I clean Harry Punk. Harry's got two bottles. Buy one, get one. Their deodorant, their lotion, their body wash, their hair gel, all very high-quality products. They all smell great. German engineer blades made in their own factory. They stay sharp longer. You get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash the boys. Highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry. No risk trial. Don't like your shave. No worries. It's on them. Getting ripped off isn't funny do you want to hear what happened to me that you might find yes funny, uh, yes sure but that you didn't yeah so you're attuned to, to this stuff i got my foot stuck in the dryer at the laundromat and it somehow turned on and you know that that was was something other people would find funny based on well the responses you were you were getting a lot of people inside that laundromat seemed to find it pretty humorous when my legs started spinning around and flipping me over. <laughs> what happened was I was holding my laundry basket with both hands and I saw, ooh, still a sock left in the dryer. Mm-hmm. So I stuck my foot in and tried to pick it up with my little toesies. I wear sandals. Punk. And as I'm picking it up, I just sort of tripped and my foot got wedged in between. There's like slats in there and stuck inside there. And then, I don't know who, somebody pushed the button or what, but it turned on and the thing starts flipping over and I'm flying in circles. Help, punk, help me, you punks. Are your clothes staying in the basket or are you going fast? No, no, no. I'm wearing all of them by the end of the cycle. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash the boys. That's harrys.com slash the boys for a $3 trial set. Hey guys, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. You can see all your subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. 
I never have to get on the phone with customer service. The subscriptions are insidious. They're yes. the scourge of our modern life, and you never realize what you're subscribing to or that you're still being charged. I know that I was about 19 dresses into receiving yeah. each one of the 27 mm -hmm. dresses from the movie 27 Dresses yeah. before I found out how much it was costing yes. that they intended to send me by the way you'll this will shock you 54 dresses if i did not cancel and i you know i you go, think oh, also well, that got by, an end point at by least. like dress 14 15 i think it starts to become clear like these aren't the dresses oh no they were not from the movie they didn't resemble anything from the no. movie they were not they were either way too big or way too small for a human to wear. Yeah. And one of them was a dressing. Yeah. One of them was a was It a was a vinaigrette. It was a raspberry vinaigrette. It was a French raspberry dressing. vinaigrette dressing. Ugh. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They have over 5 million users and have helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. And that was, I mean, just to be fully transparent, that $500 million was most of that was the, the dresses. Well, yeah, I mean, you're talking about Hollywood memorabilia. You're talking about, like, ornate gowns, you know, yes. in some cases. And so that was... Uh, yeah, that was costing me a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash the boys. That's rocketmoney.com slash the boys. Rocketmoney.com slash the boys. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hollywood handbook. I, I have one more book idea, and, and I, I think I've actually identified your issue with some of the other ones. Um, and it's that they dealt a little too much maybe with romance and human emotions and being aware of people other than yourself and kind of getting outside and magic, putting yourself in the shoes of someone else who has like a really challenge, you know, challenging, difficult time dating because they're so good at sex or someone who learns that they're being betrayed by, you know, uh, their, the closest person to Jr. them. So I, I think that uh, didn't connect to you, and this might be more your speed. This one is called The Munchie Games. It's the Hunger Games on fucking weed, dude. <laughs> it's They're smoking that funny stuff, man. The ganja pipe is burning. They're doing Hunger Games, but they keep forgetting the rules and shit, and they're being way funnier. So... I mean, this to me, and, and I think we can have a lot of fun with the names where like Katniss was like the main girl, but maybe the name is like Weedness, you know, something that really gets you like right in the funny bone right off the rip. And by the way, right off the bong rip, I should have said. 
And I think this could maybe connect to you a little more. You're obviously high as shit right now. The, the way you're <laughs> acting is totally goofy and insane. It can't be justified any other way. And so is this finally something that you will fully get on board for? Let's, let's hear it. That's it. You did just hear it. <laughs> it was called the Munchie Games. It was the Hunger Games on fucking weed, dog. That, I thought we were going to get some element of story. It's just the same thing, but... Dude, yeah. I mean, like, the spine of the story is there, but imagine if imagine if when they were doing the Hungry Games, instead of all being all uptight, they were uh, <sighs> puffing on the chiba you know what i mean they had a little bit of the green stuff and you know maybe instead of all being like hey he's gonna kill that guy they would have been like hey man come on dude stop doing hungry games on my ass hey can we eat any of this leaves dude you know and it wouldn't have been like so fucking intense. Because the way I read that book, by the way, they're all mm-hmm. trying to kill each other all the time. I'm, I'm peeking <laughs> at it. I've got just the teensiest sliver of a page. And every time I finish, like, basically any sentence at all, I'm like, I shouldn't have read that. I mean, I think you could have a whole genre of, of like, sort of remakes with wordplay for the weed thing. I think that's probably something you could do. Like oh, what, what's you, another? Yeah. What's what's like? What's another one? I don't know if we're going to the dystopian genre. Well, Harry Potter feels like there's like a pothead thing we could probably easily do. Harry pothead. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really okay. fucking good. Yeah, I guess he's right. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's so fucking good. That's so I, I, I'm attached to the ringer now. Now that we have gone that down there and, and how it well what if that you know what if that so what if that's the opening is sort of the excerpt we have from the ringer and then he gets like summoned to the fucking division thingy and volunteers as tribute or whatever because he's so upset that his girlfriend uh is stepping out on him uh and then is just like doesn't care if he lives or dies but then throughout the course of the munchie games realized that it was like all a misunderstanding and that it was just a friendship ring that he found uh, from Ring Lerner Jr. And now, like, has to win in order to get back to his one true love. Uh, and that would be, like, I guess then she's weedness. I don't know. Somebody's weedness. And ultimately, the whatever the munchies he ends up eating, we could, you know, sort of loop back to the toilet. And there could be some conflict we could find there, whether it's downstairs or, you know. Pittsburgh. I mean, I've kind of had enough of the toilet stuff at this point. I know you really liked it. I tried to cater to that as much as I could. Yeah, I don't um, know if we're going to use that. Not, but, for, not for this, anyway. I'd probably not go back there at this point, especially because we have so much of the Prince of Rides backstory is about trying to use the bathroom. It just feels... It's a tonnage issue for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be able to do more than one thing, and which is, in this case, toilet stories. I don't think Munchie Games needs it. Well... It, we do feel heavily tied to the college experience. and I had finally so- made it. I was inside the bathroom. The special move I did to get through the door had hurt my legs so badly I had to lie on the ground for a really long time. 
I was underneath the hand dryer, which was motion detecting my head and blasting me. The air dryer was making my head burn up, but I couldn't move because the move had given me a severe leg injury and basically exploded part of my leg. So the air dryer kept blasting my head and burning it up. Somebody passed me outside the bathroom door, which I had propped open with a gigantic table. Hey, he said, dry head. So it's a little something about like there are actually good people in the world, you know? Yeah, just that one moment of kindness, you know, that mm-hmm. like ray of hope. Uh, in what otherwise pretty bleak landscape, we had the one mm-hmm. person that freaked out on them, obviously yeah. the villain, who we don't want to give a lot of oxygen to, despite your notes. Um, and then we also have uh, just people who didn't weren't really familiar with the downstairs bathroom. Um, but now this person who we could follow or not uh you know is is actually trying to kind of make lemonade out of lemons and say hey dry head i do see how you're moving away from toilets at the end here you know it's much much more based on well, it's not the only thing in a bathroom tommy <laughs> it was the big moment i had wedged myself under the bathroom stall Somebody had thrown out a lariat in the bathroom trash that I was able to use to lasso the door of the stall and pull myself across the wet floor. My now useless leg was stretched out behind me, so now my foot was under the air dryer, triggering the motion detector, so it was burning my shoe and my leg. I couldn't believe how hot my shoe had become in just one year of college. I'm a little logistically just how close, if he's lying on the floor, could he be to the air dryer where there's burning happening? He's close enough that his foot is uh, directly underneath it, just mm-hmm. to paint the sort of picture for you. Is he ever really long? Is he tall? Is it a small bathroom? This college boy went to one of these big-ass bathroom colleges. Yeah, right? College boy was at a college with bathrooms so big, he couldn't even see the fucking air dryer from where he was under the stall. Unbelievable. The level of privilege. Um, you know what? Uh, forget about that part of it. Uh, really, what I wanted your notes on was just the lariat, which we've mm-hmm. been told by our editor needs. Uh, they're fine with it. It needs a little bit of bolstering. Um, so I said it was implausible that somebody threw out a whole lariat and threw it out, right? and that it was functional. If they had thrown it out, it should be yeah. somehow flawed. It shouldn't, you know, allow them to haul their way in. I had suggested perhaps there is a student at the college named Larry at the spy who, um, you know, sort of sneaks around into the various buildings and always uses a lariat to get in and out of the windows and never uses the same lariat twice, mm-hmm. uh, which, I, you know, I'm comfortable exploring that and kind of building that up. Uh, but if there's a cleaner path to it that doesn't require an additional two to 600 pages, which I think is what it would take to really service the Larry at the spy idea. Uh, we're open to it and we would hear from it. Um, and just this time, I know you haven't actually said shut up, but sometimes the way you say what you think about, uh, the ideas we have, there's sort of this silent shut up there that I'd like to lose if possible. That is why I was asking originally, but I had, I don't mean that when I'm, that what, it right and there. I don't, I've never heard of, a, I don't even know what a lariat is. I don't know how much it's adding to the story. 
Oh, it's adding the physical means by which our primary character is accomplishes his the... only goal of the entire book. Mm-hmm. So the main goal is it's related to the toilet and getting there. I guess you could say it's related to it. I mean, it is it. That is the entire thing. It's it's so it's more in the flashback and the college experience in this bathroom is really kind of a climax moment. You know, amazingly, I've underestimated just how high you are. Like I, I, I knew that you had blazed up to get ready for this and we could actually hear the bubbler that you were firing. And it sounded like you got some pretty premium stuff in there. Uh, but I still thought I guess because you're Mr. Books that you would be able to follow a couple of sentences of text read expertly by Hayes. I mean, I was in there. Jesus Christ, man. I, I'm looking at my Zoom window like this. Like I might have to dump out of this thing in a second because it, when they, you know, when that shoe's getting hot, I'm like, mm-hmm. Jesus gonna be okay i'm scared man so uh you know i i just like it's funny how our experiences are different because i i think it's so clear what's happening and i think it's so intense and touching and sort of beautiful um and then you have these questions that feel clinical and stupid and bad and it makes it it makes it hard to engage at all can you guys explain what a lariat is for those that out there who don't know what it is either? Do you see Wonder Woman? Not, I saw the first one, not the 1984 one. Wow, very supportive. Wow. Uh, sometimes I support women. Yeah, no, I think one it's for great. you, huh? The I, first I one, you kind of have... like you kind of like the other, like the old way they were doing things. Yeah, they should get a taste, but not too much. No wonder he didn't understand Prince of Rides. Can't rewrite. You know I mean, time. this guy's getting them off four or five times. <laughs> so, you know, uh, it, but it, you know, the first one is kind of all you need. Another word for a lariat, and now it's all going to come together for you. I think is a lasso. In her lariat, when she would lasso you, you would have to tell the truth. Let me find a. Let me find a Just movie basically. with a. That's With what lar- I do to myself every time I'm about to write a, a great novel. I use Wonder Woman's golden lasso on myself. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, and I swear the most truest words. I swear that the page will be filled to the brim with nothing but pure truth. It, 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 speaking of pure truth, let me mention a, a movie with a lasso slash lariat in it that I'm sure you did see. And you could picture it this way. City slickers. Mm-hmm. No, the- no women there. You know, it's Early's gold just a point. bunch of dudes on the dude ranch. Take all my money, please. Wait, you what? didn't see the Curly's gold one? I only saw the Curly's gold one. You, you only, only saw, saw, the saw the Curly's, Curly's gold, gold one. one. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Wait, so he's way the Larry, and that's somehow also how he gets into the 
toilet stall. He uses the lariat to lasso the door of the stall, drag himself across the wet floor. His leg is injured from the special move that he did to yes, get into the part restaurant. of his leg exploded. And he's going to pull himself up onto the toilet using the lariat. Well, let's see. Final. Well, let's yeah, see. Why what don't happens. we find out? There was no getting around it. I was completely inside the toilet. I had pulled too hard on the lariat and was flung into the stall and ended up nestled inside the toilet. My leg was now so injured, big pieces of it were not even in the room anymore. Worse yet, the lariat was caught on the toilet handle, so every time I tried to move, I would flush myself even farther inside the toilet. After all that work, I realized I didn't even have to go to the bathroom anymore. There was no getting around it. The downstairs bathroom didn't work like this at all. And that's where we are. That's where here's we find Tommy's ourselves. first question. Was there any getting around it? That's that's you. Tommy. That was for you. I, I thought, do I have to go back to this a second time? Yeah, if Tommy's reading this, I might have Tommy, to the fucking munchy games. So I got so hurt. It was it left the room. <laughs> Big pieces of it were not even in the room anymore. Yeah, that's how injured it is. It like exploded out and maybe did a special move to leave the room itself. No, it was a special <laughs> move that led special to move that it led exploding to the injury, in the first place. Which then basically, if you think about the amount of force it would take to pull yourself onto a toilet when the lariat has only, you know, looped around the handle and how hard you would be pulling with a leg injury with like exposed tendon and bone. Yeah. Like a ligament's probably going to shoot off and shoot out the door into the hallway when you're pulling that hard, just from the strain of it. And then, yeah, that's going to be pretty surprising. Make you turn, lose your focus and probably go up and land inside the toilet bowl. Then flush yourself down over and over again. When you try to pull out, I find myself going back to my head guy. The dry head guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. You 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 really want to keep following him, huh? I want to know why somebody would think that that's what he was doing, and also, is it a supportive statement? It's definitely supportive. Yes. Yeah, it's sort of the opposite of what you've been doing the whole time. Where what he does is sees something someone else is doing tries to get on board and be positive sometimes all it. it takes and this is for some other guests than our past too sometimes nice thing to do is just to come on the show and say hey nice podcast yeah and just fucking keep walking that's all is that so hard hey man nice podcast you got there you done all right for yourself that feels good but uh yeah but anyway your thing is what the dry head guy you think he's like being mean or something it sounds like, like it could do it like you're making fun of him like you're standing under the thing with your head under it and that's your comment it he's sounds bring, bad. yeah you're bringing that to it yeah well so what's your pitch so let's change that line now let's do Tommy's version hey you're standing under that thing you're lying down first of all Hey, you're standing under that thing with your head under this college boy in his big ass like high ceiling bathrooms where you don't have to lie mm-hmm. down under the under the hand dryer. Unbelievable. Must be nice getting on a step stool to dry your hands. Fucking college boy, bud. 
I prefer Mr. Books. What's the line? What line do you want for that one scene? So hey, hey is in there. Hey, we can't change. So he walks past the bathroom. Hey. Hot enough for you? Goodbye. Whoa. Hollywood handbook. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>